Happy Good Friday from the Truth Matters Podcast. Praise the Lord and thank yous once again for tuning into Truth Matters Podcast. Oniki, today is probably the greatest day in the history of the world. Amen. Today is Good Friday, which is the death of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus on Calvary's cross. Amen. We want to begin tonight by showing three points, and the title of the message is titled, The Cost for Our Reconciliation. Come on. And tonight we're going to begin in Luke chapter 22, verse 39 and 46. And reading, And he came out and went, as was his custom, to the Mount of Olives. And the disciples followed him, and when he came to the place, he said to them, Pray that you may not enter into temptation. And he withdrew from them about a stone's throw, knelt down and prayed, saying, Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me. In Jonathan, when we were studying this, we've seen a lot of references to the cup of wrath. And me and you believe, and a lot of scholars believe, that this cup that they're talking about is the cup, cup of wrath. Amen. And just to prove that, that point, and we're going to look at two scriptures. And we have Jeremiah twenty-five fifteen, And look what it says. Thus the Lord, the God of Israel, said to me, Take from my hand this cup of the wine of wrath, and make all the nations to whom I send you drink it. Another one is Isaiah 51, 17. Wake yourself, wake yourself. Stand up, O Jerusalem. You have drunk from the hand of the Lord the cup of his wrath, who have drunk to the dregs, the bowels, the cup of staggering. So we see here that the Lord is asking that this cup be removed. Now something we want to stress out before we finish the, the rest of the chapter is the duality of, of Christ Jesus. 100%. It's the two natures. That's it. He is truly God and truly man. 100%, Jonathan. So we see here, Nikki, he's experiencing a lot of emotional pain, a lot of anxiety. If we continue reading, look what it says here. Remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. And there appeared to him an angel from heaven, strengthening him. And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly. And his sweat became like great drops of blood falling to the ground. So, Nikki, what we see here is extreme anxiety, extreme agony that the Lord is dealing with here. We see him praying earnestly. He's, he's scared right now. He's about to be crucified by Pontius Pilate, the Jews, the Gentiles, Caesar, all these people. And what I think, Nikki, what's going on here is, of course, it's a little bit of the cross, it's a little bit of the thorns, the crown of thorns he's going to wear. But what I think, Nikki, his fear necessarily is that of separation of his father. Come on. Because in the first time in the history of the world and eternity's past, Christ has never been separated. That's from true. his father. And that's kind of what we're seeing here. He's feeling all that anxiety. This is the emotional pain of Jesus. And Jonathan, we have to we have to get a, a instance of what's going on. He was just betrayed by a close friend. And now he knows that the the the, the time is near that he must be preparing. He's pre getting prepared, Jonathan. He's preparing himself to 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 go and take the cross, to go take the whipping, to go through all of this suffering. And, and, and Jonathan, what's the reason why he couldn't just Thanos it? Snap his finger, it's over, it's done, world saved. 
and end the book. Because God is not like anybody. He's not like Thanos. He's not like us. Why? Because God is holy, holy, holy. Amen. And God cannot tolerate sin. Sin cannot go unpunished. And we have a scripture here. It's it's here in Romans chapter 3, verses 25. And whom God put forward as a propitiation by his blood to be received by faith. This was to show God's righteousness because in his divine forbearance he had passed over former sins. Nikki, it's a it's a big word, propitiation. It's one that we learned from Elder Isaac. 100%. Could you share a little bit with us on what that is? John, when you look up the word uh, propitiation in the in the Strong's Concordance, what does it mean to quench God's wrath? It's to satisfy. It's to satisfy God's wrath. So Jesus, the Son of God, had to quench the Father's wrath. He had to drink all of the cup of wrath. 100%. Every last drop. And, and that's what propitiation is. And going on further, Jonathan, we're going to go to point two, and it's the physical pain of Jesus. And look what it says in John 19, verses 1 and 2. Then Pilate took Jesus and flogged him. And the soldiers twisted together a crown of thorns and put it on his head and arrayed him in a purple rope. Now, Jonathan, what the word flogging there is, and in, in, in other versions of the Bible, other Gospels, we see flogging, scourging. What they did was, it, it, when we look at Passion of the Christ, when we see the movies, this is the best thing we could get to get a description of it. And what's going on is, they would get whips, Jonathan, but at the end of the whips, some would have bone or, or glass. So that way, when they would hit Jesus or hit the person that was being flogged, they would pull out pieces of flesh, pieces of the person's body. So this is a gruesome torturement that Jesus had to go through, Jonathan. And just to go with more scriptures, uh, Jonathan, read Isaiah 53, verse 5. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace, and by his wounds... We are healed. This is a, va a very Thank famous you, scripture. Actually, scholars and theologians consider this, just as two chapters of Isaiah, a fifth gospel. Because this, place, uh, this takes place, what, Nikki, about 750 years before Christ? Come on. And it's the description to the T of what Christ would go through for our cost and look reconciliation. He was pierced for our transgressions. This is, this is our transgressions. He was pierced for our... We could say this today. Today's statement, Jesus was pierced for our sins. But the word transgression there is sins, iniquities. Though This is what that word Wrongdoings. means. Wrongdoings. It, it's for sin. And in another scripture, look what it says. Matthew 26, 67. They spit in him in his face and struck him and some slapped him. And what, what hurts me the most about this, because we got to understand something. God doesn't have to save anybody. That's right. We have to understand this. And to get a firm grip in the beginning of the understanding of His holiness, we must first understand this one key point. God doesn't owe anybody anything. That's right. Come on. He doesn't have to do this. But out of His great love and mercy, He sends His Son in the likeness of sinful flesh to be what? Crucified, flogged, spat upon, slapped, slapped. To, be, to be made fun of. To, to mock him. Look what it says going here in Matthew 27, 39. And those who passed by derided him, wagging their heads and saying, You who would destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days, save yourself if you are the Son of God. 
come down from the cross. So also the chief priests with the scribes and elders mocked him, saying, He saved others, but he cannot save himself. He is the king of Israel. Let him come down now from the cross, then we'll believe him. Students will be. They totally missed the mark of Isaiah 53, which states he was pierced for our transgressions, crushed for our iniquities. And now they're, they're just humiliating him. They're taking the toll on him. They're having their fun with Jesus on this cross. And Jonathan, what, what should hit home for all of us, and I mean for all of us, is this. He did it for our account. He went through all of this. Amenga. Uh, that's the title of the message, Nikki. The cost for our reconciliation. In, in going to the third point, the spiritual pain of Jesus Christ. In Matthew 27, 46, Jonathan, read it. Look what it says. In about the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani. That is translated, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Jonathan, this is prophecy being fulfilled. Amen. Because, Nikki, we know in Psalms, David cries out the same thing. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? So this is prophecy being fulfilled. Jesus is quoting from Psalms. Come on. Another thing to mention. This is 2 Corinthians 5, verse 21. And for our sake he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Now a lot of people might take this to be as an intellectual knowing there. Well, he that means he, you know, he kind of knew of sin. He didn't know sin. That's not what it's saying there. That's not like it's saying he became the physical sin. He became sin. It, it's not like it's saying bees. Well, he know he doesn't know of sin. That's not what it's saying there. What it's saying is in in the personal knowing there. It's not that he have an understanding. Well, there's no such thing as sin. That's preposterous because he's God Almighty. So what it's saying there is, in the personal sense, he never had sin. This is imputed to him. This is imputed righteousness it's talking about it. So therefore, we get imputed righteousness. He therefore gets our imputed sin to his account. Amazing. And he never had this. This Amazing. is the Lord of glory we're talking about, Nikki. Come on. In the likeness of Come on. That's the heart of the gospel. And it's the spiritual pain of Christ here. That's our third point, Nikki. Another thing in Isaiah, it says it pleased the Lord to crush him. Amazing. In all of Amazing. eternity's past, in, in the history of it, he has never once been separated. This is a first time for Christ. This has never happened. Amazing. And what for? What What is this all for? This is why. Romans 5.8 But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. This is the message. The, this you want, you want, Jonathan, you want to see the, the, the gospel message? John 3.16 Come on. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Oh, this is the reason why Jesus came. This is why Jesus did 
went through all the suffering, went through all the pain, went through all the agony, the blood dripping, whatever you could think of, this is why he went through it. So we could be together, so we can be reconciliated with the Father, that we could come to the Father whenever we want. Jonathan, he says some famous words, it is finished. Teledestai in Greek, paid in full, payment was made, propitiation quenched. That's it. That's the heart of the gospel. There's another scripture, and we don't have it on the board, but I'll quote it for you. No love greater than this, that a man lays down his life for his friends. But look what John 10, 11 says. I am the good shepherd. Come on. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Who's the sheep? We are the sheep. We're the sheep. We are the sheep. That's what Jesus came to do. He came to lay down his life for the sheep. He came to set us free from sin and death. We're no longer separated. We're no longer bondaged. We Lord, we don't have no longer chains on us holding us down. No kind of death. We're in thy stains. David says it himself. Why is he saying this? Why is David saying this? Because he knew there was a promised king coming, Jonathan. A promised one was coming to break the chains of sin and death. Death has no sting on us no longer, Jonathan. Why? Because Christ conquered it. Amen. Jesus Christ conquered sin and death. You know what Hebrew says, Nikki? Now we can enter through the grace, that throne of grace Amen. boldly. Thank you, Jesus. This is the cause for our reconciliation. So Manovico, the reconciliation, Nikki, is that which was something which separated and now that is brought together. Reconciliation. And, and Jonathan, we were separated by physical birth, Nikki. We inherited Adam's sin. Come on. The second Adam, Nick, brings sin and death. But the, the, the first Adam, I'll say, brings sin and death. The second Adam brings That's life. That's right. Come on. That's what Karolaminga, Amado Jesus. Right. That's right. And, and, and look at this. You ready? And this this is this is the greatest thing ever. This message saves, Jonathan. This message this saves. This message saves. Because, and we don't, we don't want to kind of get off topic here, but we all know there's a lot of debates. Everyone has their, their a lot second, a lot of secondary arguments. Uh, I'm a Baptist. Okay, I'm, I'm a Pentecostal. Wesley Arminian. Wesley Arminian. Uh, John Calvin. Those are fine. Those are secondary issues. But this is what unites Christians. This is, we can't have secondary issues on the cross. We can't have these, these Diavelo John 3, 16 secondary. We can get this wrong. Why? Because this is what saves us. Jonathan, the world, the, the word world there in John 3, 16 is universal statement. The word cosmos is a universal statement. Yeah, man. Now, Sokardazemengo Jesus, now, through God's grace, we could draw near to God. I saw in all the scripture, Nick. For those who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. Arat, maybe you're listening. And maybe Tukaraz, well, I'm a Christian. I, I know all this stuff, and but deep down inside, Janez, maybe Chisan. And maybe you're thinking, I'm too sinful to be made reconciled with God. God can't die for my sins. I'm too evil. That's not true. Amen. Nothing further from the truth. Today, Amen. if that's you, put your faith in the finished work of the cross. Amen. Sarpenazo Jesus, Teledestai, it is finished. Thank you. Paid Jesus. in full. Thank you. Now, Jesus. now we can enter the most Come holy on. place. Now we can enter that throne of grace with boldness. Come on. And you know why, Jonathan? Because he came to this world to die for the sins of the world. Amen. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Thank yous once again for tuning into Truth Matters. 
podcasts. Amen.